everybody. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. What's up, hoops? Hey now. Fans, welcome back to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and television. Your hosts are here, the Turkey Boys, Ryan Eichner and Scott Sweeney. Hello. Welcome to the program. You having a goo one? We're having a goo one. Mm. Listening to a piping hot Trans-Siberian Orchestra song. They don't need a plug. Yeah. Hard freaks. Trans. Very woke, though. Uh-huh. But uh, that song's in Home Alone. Everyone knows that song. It's a... Uh, a jam i'm a big fan can't wait and we have no time to waste we need to get right into it because a friend of the show passed away um was it somebody in the death pool no unfortunately Hmm. was it cod (laughs) yes cod is dead and i'm telling you now on the pod for reveal sake (sighs) that's a bummer well did uh anybody claim his tv not yet. Could be yours. He's got one of those curved Samsungs, but in the next size up than mine. Ooh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay claim to that here. Yeah. Publicly. Get in there. <clears throat> now, friend of the show, Danny Io passed away. However you say that, Danny Io. Well, at least you did the right thing and brought it up on the air. Oh, he's doing a little do the right thing stuff. This fucking guy over here. What the fuck? Um. But yeah, at the tender age of 86, he passed away. And I laughed. I can't think of what a, he's in the Purple Rose of Cairo, that Woody Allen movie. He's good in that. Purple Rose of Cairo. Mm. All I can think of is that that <laughs> that uh, Chris Farley show sketch. Oh wow, yeah. To to Jeff Keaton. Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Like, you remember that? You remember that? Us doing. You remember that about the? You remember that sketch? Good. Um, speaking of COD, uh, COD purchased Judy on iTunes. I, I thought that was newsworthy. Is that real? The, that is newsworthy. The movie about Judy Garland featuring Renee Zellweger. I should have let you go first. This is huge. Yeah, that's big news. Bought it, so probably twenty dollars. Time to take a stand. Twenty dollar purchase. <laughs> Fourteen ninety nine, which he proclaimed was a deal. <laughs> a steal. Judy, Judy, Judy. I don't think I could make it through that movie. Yeah. I've I've heard people say it's good, but that's something. Such a what'd you like about it? Yeah. What'd you like about it? I'll happen upon that on HBO in like seven months and be like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. It. Uh... Cod, you're sick for buying that. One day, one show soon, we'll have Cod back on, and he'll give us an update on all the insane uh, movies he's purchased. Yeah, he has. He has a. We need to get deeper into his library yeah. of how silly it is. For fans who don't remember, his digital collection is insane. He owns Chappie and like Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, like a, bu- <laughs> a bunch of insane turkeys. I, I, who's in Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit again? Uh, I think that was the fourth attempt at a Jack Ryan movie with, uh, what's his face? Chris Pine in the role. <laughs> <laughs> and the fans. Um, what else it. you got? Slow news week. Not uh, a bunch of craziness happening. Harvey Weinstein showed up for court the other day. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. With a walker trying to look like the old guy from Up. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He looked like an asshole. Even though he's like 54 years old, as you were saying. He's he's in his mid-50s. He's fat, but he doesn't need a walker. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. Showing up like, I'm old, I'm confused. Think anyone felt bad for him? No. I don't think anyone 
saw that and wasn't like, oh, he's doing like the Uncle Junior defense yeah. from the Sopranos. Like falling down the stairs in the front of the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> please, please don't make please. a scene with my walker. Please. When are we going to not hear about that fat, disgusting piece of shit anymore? That's what I'd like to know. The thing, the funny thing about Weinstein is everybody's saying that he's entering some sort of non-guilty plea with a oh. with a buyout of sorts where I don't know what I'm misphrasing the legal terms but legalese I believe that he's just going to have to pay some sort of restitution to the women involved and just sort of walk away clean and mm. I, I read somewhere that it's not even going to be his money it's going to be like insurance somehow or like of course some, all, he's basically going to slither his way out of this yeah. is what I'm is the vibe I'm getting people like him always get off he'll slime his way out of it do you somehow. think he'll ever are again <laughs> Will he ever are again? I hope not. Yeah, what a scumbag. I'm sure he's so rich, even still, after the Weinstein company like imploding and all what his is stuff. His he probably worth? still has like a bunch of money, which is upsetting. Let's see, let's see his dough count. Dough counter! Oh, Harvey. Harvey. In 2018, Har- it's reported that he had... Harvey's a terrible name. $80 million. There are no good Harveys. But that was with his wife, Georgina Chapman, who left him. Oh. So I guess, yeah, she walked with at least half of that, so. Good for you, Georgina. $40 million is still enough to slither your way out of things. It's enough. And I thought it was fun. They're making a Fast and Furious video game, I think. Did you see any of the pictures coming in? I saw several. It looks like it's a PS2 game graphics wise and they made Vin Diesel so like over the top juiced it's just yeah, like yeah he does look comically jacked yeah like it's insane I'll put it up on our Instagram or something at some point it's the best thing I've ever seen you love any familia any Vince or Vin stuff fans email in if you have any intel about the familia anything any of the goings on I need to hear about all of them Paul Walker died six years ago the other day Speaking of, can you believe it's been that long? Yes. Wow. <laughs> you, every every day you felt. Every I day uh, was six years. I mean, we made a lot of jokes about it. Damn. All things considered, uh, his death was kind of silly. Mm. It's not like he had a disease. He, you know, his buddy was driving like a jerk, and they crashed. Yeah. So I don't know. My empathy is. It's poetic. He died. Uh, I guess I should be nicer about it. He died in character. People need to give him more credit for that. Yeah. Think about how many more of those movies they would have made if he were alive, if, given they're making so many in his death. Or do you think that, that propelled them to make more? I don't know. They'd still be making them. You think it'd be way. about the same? Yeah. Maybe Hobbs and Shaw wouldn't have happened. And we could have avoided like the biggest turkey of the decade. Fuck, that movie sucked. Bad. <laughs> and I saw there's another Power Rangers reboot. Oh, in come the works, on. Even though they made one two years ago, and the premise is <clears throat> awful and for children and doesn't. They stinks! doesn't deserve a feature film they're just like what's the premise like the black ranger finds the character color designation racially insensitive and makes (laughs) a stink and then everybody takes off their clothes and switches outfits that was probably a pitch that somebody gave like i don't see why not let's lean into the color thing everyone knows that he's the african-american ranger yes but uh, it's um, enough with Power Rangers. Just stop. Yeah, right? they're doing the Ghostbusters again, speaking of reboots. Oh. Uh, we Oof. talked about this last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just... Ugh. Yeah, and they're doing Kill Bill 3, 
What another question? I saw that answer to a question that nobody asked. Yep, another week, another like Quentin Tarantino said something to someone. He, it's, and it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, I hate no, that. it isn't. There, he was also definitely going to direct uh, a Star Wars movie. Remember that, or Star Trek movie? Mm. Remember that? Yes, you were about to correct me in the voice. I could beat you to it. Um, what like, else? Yesterday was Friday the Thirteenth, which is notable, film series wise. Yeah, sure. Probably the most famous date in all of uh, cinema, one might say. And it's been over a decade since they made a Friday the 13th movie. Isn't that odd? Don't you think they'd just be like... I mean, they, they're they still churning out Halloweens. Like I a, want, yeah, a I wonder if they've they're, they're got a big one coming or something. Yeah, it just seems odd. In like 2000. And I always thought, it'd be, I always thought it'd be fun if they made a sequel called Saturday the 14th. What do you think of that? That's funny. I just thought it'd be cool. Not even like funny. Although if it's funny, that's cool too. Movie about like everything that happened the next day that wasn't yeah, just like or, or or scary. Yeah, that's a fun take. And cleaning up the mess. Yeah, a direct follow up. There's <laughs> something there. Fan, um, fans getting. Colin Firth and his <laughs> wife are getting a divorce after 22 <laughs> years. So I guess now he can go back to focusing on Oscar bait lullabies. Mm. <laughs> that is probably exactly what he'll be doing. Probably make the King's Speech too, just for. Did you ever attempt the King's Speech? Oh, I saw the duration of it. I in think the theater? in the theater, yeah. Oof. And it's it's fine. It looks so boring. Didn't deserve to win Best Picture. My pussy is like Kate Martin. <laughs> and I would never watch it again. Cod, it's like one of his favorite movies. It's like you're sick if you if you're popping on the King's Speech, any old day. Yeah, uh, I I can't do the King's Speech. Yeah. It's such a. Every year, the Best Picture winner is weird, but that's one of the, the weirder ones. Jason Bateman is directing a new movie called Shut In, which seems like it's probably based on our lives, if I had to guess. And Jason Bateman gets a ton of work. He has that new HBO show. He's got Ozark coming back. He's in front of and behind the camera doing all sorts of stuff. And yeah, um, I'm no longer excited about oh. Ozark Season 3. That's a reveal. Interesting. You used to say that was like your number one. It's just they... I, I didn't really like two that much. I, yeah. And I hung in there and tried to like fight it and like convince myself it was as good as the first season. And it just wasn't. Weak season. Hope yeah. Maybe they'll bounce back. I hope so. But this movie, they describe it as a, a, con- a small-scale, so. contained movie, edgy thriller in which... Uh, Single mother is held captive by her violent ex, with her two young children left at risk. Mm. She must do everything to protect them and survive. Sorry, they like worded this oddly. That's fine. I'm but yeah, shut in. I hope it doesn't end up in our shuts, <laughs> but it probably will. How about uh, this new Scorsese sitting down with Bob Iger from Disney? Mm. Or at least Bob Iger invited him to do that after all the Marvel movie criticism, like those articles going back and forth. And Someone online had a good bit, uh, Scorsese's going to wear shorts to the meeting. <laughs> this is a good like Irishman callback. But that would be very funny if Scorsese directed a superhero movie. After all this, it's not going to happen, but it's just... Yeah. I could see I could see Scorsese doing something with Disney. Somebody said Star Wars. I don't know that. I don't know if I'd really, I. I can't picture it's not him. A Martin Scorsese picture, <laughs> Solo Two. We'd all have a laugh. Yeah, a big one. You having a laugh? 
But, but uh, uh, yeah, I can't see it. Jack Black says he's going to retire from acting soon. To do what? <laughs> Hopefully record a new Tenacious D album. But I like when people retire. I think it's a cool move. As long as you stick to it. I don't like when someone retires and they come yeah, back. I don't, no one retires. They just come back. Like yeah. Rick Moranis is the only guy who's ever retired yeah. and actually stuck to it. Gene Hackman, he retired and hasn't returned, unfortunately. We'd love it if he would, but... Uh, but he didn't say he was retiring. I think he did. He did? All right. Jack Nicholson did. Yeah, Jack Nicholson just kind of made that movie with Paul Rudd and then decided that was his swan song. What well, was that movie called again? Like, How Do You Know? How to Make It in America, the movie? Yeah. That's like one of the worst swan songs imaginable. He needs to make another movie just so that's not his final movie. And you always hear about Nicholson. He gets, like, attached to stuff. He's still, like, almost working. But it's been a while. And yeah, I think Jack Black should make Nacho Libre 2 before he retires. I think that should be his, uh, wow, his, was his that swan song. A turkey. A lot of people liked that movie, too. I always remember it being funny. And then, and then you watch, watch it, it again. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, no, it's nope, really not. It was not funny. But yeah, if I guess he's planning on going out on a high note with Jumanji 2, now in theaters. Which is... Uh, kind of silly i thought the jungle cruise the, your joke about jungle cruise just looking like a jumanji deleted scene mm. it's like isn't even a joke yeah it's, it's like say, completely I, spot on i was barely kidding <clears throat> it's just actually what's going on i now. was confused in terms of like is kevin hart in all of these movies or yes and he's, <laughs> not, he's actually not it's as we've said know. the rock and kevin hart not as good of a duo as they think they are it makes it me stop. it makes me laugh seeing how much bigger the rock is than kevin hart but that's pretty much a one note bit and, yeah. it, and once you see it then it's like okay yeah that's it yeah like he makes fun like oh you you're all greased up with cocoa butter you're short it's like okay we've hey brother yeah and uh one of the turkey boys was on tv this week oh i don't know if you want to talk about this i'll talk about it yeah, yeah. You were on the news. I was going to say, it was, it was you? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, me. Yeah, I was on uh, was me Fox, getting... Fox 25 locally here in Boston uh, due to the rampant package thievery and being noticed on a Facebook forum complaining about it to other locals. Mm. And uh, a guy named Drew, who's a reporter for Fox 25, approached me and asked if I could be on the air and I said yeah if we film it from my gym and get my logos in the background and I could say the company name a few times sure kids a mover and a shaker I yeah so far no uh, free publicity or no you know nothing has come from my free publicity I should say but uh, mm. it was fun being on TV yeah it was uh, it was a real laugh yeah now we have that picture yeah. of me looking out the window for the rest of time and that's a good you know inside meme brought a tear to my eye there's the kid on the tv <laughs> he did it that uh yeah i'm surprised it wasn't me on tv getting arrested for trying to sneak into the movies or something that'll be next week that'll be my big break but yeah let's like get in at fox it was on fox i think we'll be the new Mulder and scully or something we'll figure it out and HBO Max is developing a series, The Griswolds, based on, like, you oh. guessed it, the vacation movies. I'm, I'm good with nothing. Um, yeah, like that. 
That doesn't lend I don't itself. need Chevy Chase doing anything ever again. He's probably not even attached. It'll probably be like the Ed Helms one. But the Vacation Oof. movie, that doesn't lend itself to a series. That's a movie. You don't want to watch people like having a bad vacation like week over after Over and week. over again, yeah. yeah. It's like, this sucks. Every show I hear about disgusts me, including this one. Another Stephen King book, The Dark Half, is getting made into a movie. Big surprise. Why don't we give Stephen a break? Yeah. He's in the obits. No one is paying attention, but I mean... He's yeah, I'm not really sure how everyone keeps overlooking the obits. I feel like they should be taking them more seriously. Could you? I, I want to talk about the Bond movie trailer for a hot oh, moment. If you'd indulge awful. me, it looks like such just I have like another shit Bond movie. for notes. So yeah, go dive in. Yeah, Daniel Craig sleepwalks through this role. He famously like didn't want to do it. They wrangled him back for one more. You got Rami Malek wearing like a kabuki mask, just like looking very annoying. I already hate his character. And they bring back stupid Christoph Waltz's character from the last one. Wait for the cream. Which, if you don't remember, he plays James Bond's evil brother, which no one ever knew about until the last one, which is a direct lift from Austin Powers, which is itself a Bond parody. So they're like ripping off Bond parodies. It's next level laziness, really. And the Bond movies, they have like the biggest budgets imaginable, but I don't know. The action didn't even wow me. There should be like jaw-dropping set pieces every 10 seconds. And uh, you want to talk weekend box office for a hot minute? I'd love to, yeah. What's, the, what's, what's doing? I got the top five for you right here. Number five, Richard Jewell with a very modest $1.5 million. No weekend. way. Yes. Although. They did that. Oh, it's not. The, it's Saturday. I was going to say, it's, it's Saturday. Saturday. But still, that's not looking very healthy <sighs> as far as the entire No, that's weekend. bad. Number four, we have Black Christmas, the new uh, remake of that old horror movie that I haven't heard anything about, positive or negative. I don't know who's in it. I just know it's a horror movie. And uh, number three, Knives Out, in its second week, is uh, plugging along. That's actually like doing surprisingly well, dough-wise. I keep hearing people say they loved it. I liked it. Definitely didn't love it. I don't it. know. It's fine. I feel like I'll hate it. You would hate it. It's a There's no thing. way I'm not going to hate that. Yeah. And at number two, we have Frozen 2, which is doing well, but not like setting the world on fire, I don't think. And Jumanji 2 is in number one with, as of midday Saturday, a cool 20 million. Which seems good. They probably The first one did, like, insanely well, so they're probably thinking big for this one. I will not be seeing Jumanji 2. Just want to get that out there for the fans. Even though there's, like, nothing to see in theaters right now. And I um. could use something to do. I I don't think I would either. Yeah. I don't think I, I thought about it just now. Yeah. It's, it's not happening. He's not seeing it in his future. And also, I don't no one's probably aware of this. There's a movie in theaters across the country right now called The Playmobil Movie. Are you familiar with this? I think we talked about it briefly. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah, you seen No, this? like like the toys? Yeah, like the old uncool version of Legos, Playmobiles. Sure. Those, 
that's a movie now. Why? I mean, I wonder where they got the idea. <laughs> like, I, I'm still surprised that the Lego movies do so well. Yeah. The second one kind of bombed, so I think they're not making those anymore. But the Playmobil movie, like, whoever greenlit that is definitely fired. The movie bombed, like, unbelievably. And it's like, where's this going to lead? Like, the Lincoln Log movie? <laughs> What's next? Are you setting yourself up for this. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see uh, them all. Did you notice that, uh, w- once again, Nick Cannon and Eminem are at odds? Nick Cannon is hilarious. This is the <laughs> not the first time either. I guess Eminem did a uh, song with Fat Joe mm. and said some stuff about Nick Cannon and his wife, Mariah, or ex-wife, Mariah Carey. This is my kind of beef. Eminem and Nick Cannon. This it's, is a fun one. Yeah, we're, I'll play a bit of this. I'll play the, the part of the song. Nick Cannon, like with his dashiki and his bad stand-up comedy and hosting gigs. <laughs> the napkin, keep, his, his blapkin, his napkin. <laughs> that Crystalia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible song. Yeah, I'm not really feeling it. Okay. I haven't made a good song in 12 years. More. He hasn't made a good song since the Eminem show album. And a lot of people would debate me and say it was encore, and I guess that's sort of true. But mm. in my opinion, he has three good albums or four good albums if you count the Infinite album, which came out before, was an independent one. So Jeez. Infinite, Slim Shady LP, Ooh. Marshall Mathers LP, and then um, Eminem Show. Those four albums, and that's it. The rest of his catalog is trash. I can dig that. Him doing that embarrassing song in the Venom end, end credits. <laughs> wow. Maybe that should be our theme song. That's a banger. Hmm. Folks, Venom, but a Venom, I'd tell Venom. you to write in and suggest what you want it to be, but you don't, so go fuck yourselves, all of you. Especially oh. you, Monty. Ooh. Shout out. You cripple. Do you want to get into shuts? Um, or do you have more news? Sorry if I'm... Yeah, I was going to say... Do, do the go. first person got booted from NBC's Survivor ever. Oh. What do you mean? Like a cast member was asked to leave for like lewd behavior or something. Oh, okay. He did something. I was going to say, don't they kick someone off every week? No, he did something. <laughs> hey He did something inappropriate and was asked to leave, and they're being vague on what it is. So mm, it's not ideal to get kicked off Survivor, but if you're the first guy ever, even if it was for something super gross. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the team. Yeah. We're, you're, you are welcome here with the turkey boys. Come on in. <laughs> Hi. But uh, yeah, shut wise, I got uh, just a couple quick ones. I put on the net uh, Netflix original Christmas show, Merry Happy Whatever, starring Dennis Quaid and uh, Ashley Tisdale, who I think is from High School Musical. Remember or that something? rumor that she was HIV positive? <laughs> I don't. But <laughs> that was one of those like silly Disney character Hollywood movies that just yeah. you know kind of bounced around. But yeah, this is, uh, I watched it just so I could make fun of it here for the fans. It's a generic girl brings guy home for the holidays story. Her father's played by Dennis Quaid, and he's 
a tough ass and doesn't think this new boyfriend can cut the mustard for his daughter. That storyline is so boring. Like yeah, that the, sucks. The overbearing father and the boyfriend who needs to prove himself over and over again. So overdone. It's like a not funny, watered-down version of Meet the Parents with washed-up old Dennis Quaid. Yeah. I'm like, did you see the intruder? Yeah. <laughs> Please! You want to see the kid just be like, leave me alone, you annoying asshole. You're like stuck in the past. Yeah, at what point do you just decide that, you know, you're not going to try anymore? Yeah. And you're just like, okay, the guy's not going to like me. It's over. Yeah. And it has. I felt that way with a girl whose father I dated Ooh. like ten years ago. I just yeah, it's like get out. He didn't like me, and like I I didn't like. I mean, I wouldn't have liked me either at that period of my life. Like I was sober, Ooh. but I hadn't really figured my shit out. I was mm. kind of like floating, and like were my daughter to date that guy or that version of me, I'd probably be like, eh, you know, he's all right, but mm. I'm gonna keep my eye on him and make sure that he's not like here to start some sort of pyramid scheme yeah. <laughs> i just i don't know i i get it i guess but it, it, you, you reach a point where you're like he's never gonna like me this is it <laughs> yeah yeah like come on <clears throat> yeah i watched like 15 minutes of this then had to tap out I wickedly don't, talented i don't know how they got a season's worth of content out of that premise but i guess we'll never know nope terrible show don't um, watch it you got any shits I shut off Truth Be Told, that new Octavia Spencer show on Apple TV+. Plus. How are you going to do my girl Octavia like that? I mean, we need to go back to the more humbler, simpler times with Octavia where she was feeding white people her shit. Wow. So somebody bring me that Octavia and you've got me back in. But until then, I mean... We're talking about her work in Ma? Or the... I'm sorry, Ma! (laughs) Why are you sorry? <laughs> Ma was a huge disappointment. One of my biggest disappointments of the year, actually. Yeah, Ma, I still need it. Yeah. Watch it on TV one day. It's I'm just, waiting for it to be free. We've, n- we've had this discussion. Yeah. It's not weird enough. They like didn't go all in. They should have made it fun. But I also shut this uh, new Hulu, sh- uh, Hulu show called Reprisal. Have you heard of this? you seen this? Reprisal? It's, uh, yeah, it's like a very violent, stylish, and weird kind of show. I saw someone describe it as David Lynch making Sons of Anarchy, and that's pretty accurate. That's kind of <laughs> like the vibe going on there. And I was, it starts cool with like this action scene. I was like, this is all right. And then uh, there's a gang of guides who call themselves the River Phoenixes, and I turned it off right there. <laughs> So I'm not going to watch... Like an homage to the actor who heroined himself to death at the Viper Room? Yes. Okay. And it's like, it's trying okay. to be all cool and gritty and... Hey! I wasn't into it. And also, the, the kid who played Aladdin in the live-action Aladdin is on this show. Even though I just saw an article where he was complaining about how he hasn't had a audition since... Uh, since being in Aladdin? Yeah, him, him, yeah, we did, but okay. we should bring it up again. I, I don't know if we brought it up on the air. Yeah, I don't think we did. Him, the kid from Aladdin is um, not he's, white, he's and n- it's like he was leaning into that as the reason for him not getting work. And it's like, no, uh, Aladdin was a turkey, and it only made money because it's a Disney movie, and Will Smith's great, yeah. and you're a turkey maker, and <laughs> that's it. Like, it has nothing, no one cares that you're a different race. That yeah. has nothing to do with anything anymore. You're no Will Smith. 
And also, he's complaining about that. You're on this show. Like, he's getting work. Yeah, you got like, a job right there. Boom. You're, you're good to go. Boom. Bing, bang, Get your job, boom. dude. Mandalorian. Boom. Um, ma- speaking Speak, of Mandalorian. Yeah. I was going to say, nice segue. Um, Bill Burr, a friend of the show, ah. was recently on the ah, Disney dude. Plus John Favreau Star Wars TV show, The yes. Mandalorian playing like some sort of space tough guy some like space bounty hunter sidecar who was like supposed to be tough and cool but it was not very believable and it was sort of just silly he says so many star wars things he says like hyperspace and i wasn't a stormtrooper i cannot see him being a star wars guy in real life no so this he's probably just friends with favreau you think? Some, I feel somehow. like I bet you it was just his agent getting him an acting audition, and he just said, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Get that blast out of my face. The lovely Nia. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Boston accents exist in the Star Wars universe now. Confirmed, folks. Confirmed. And also, Mandalorian-wise, I'm kind of, like, falling out of love with it. It's Last night it's just sort like of sucked show. me back in a little bit, but I still don't care. As you had mentioned, the show only exists as, like, a platform for Baby Yoda memes and content right. on it's, the internet. It's just kind of that, you know, being thrust into the zeitgeist, and it's, I don't know. I use the word zeitgeist too much, but... I don't think so. I find myself not caring at all what happens, and no, they, it's, I couldn't I'm not invested in the Mandalorian's character, and they're just they're mm-hmm. hanging on to this obsession with him taking the mask off or not taking the mask off, and I just flat out don't care. Yeah. It's like, and didn't you guys do this with Darth Vader already? Every show or every week, it's the same thing. It's like he goes to a new space place and has to like fight a couple guys, powers through, like meets some sidecar with a heart of gold. One of the episodes, it made me laugh, it was uh, from visionary director Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> that just like popping up at the end of an episode. Did it, really just said, it didn't say visionary, did no, it? No, no. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> no. I couldn't... I, I, yeah, all right. That was dumb of me to ask that. But. but I'm glad every member of the Howard family has been able to see their Star Wars visions come to life. Really happy for them. That's, uh, that must be nice. And also, I think it's annoying when everyone calls him Mando, the Mandalorian. You prefer they say the full name each time? We're not going to... I don't, I don't, I don't think agree. I like either. I just think... Because Mando sounds like Lando. It's like... You can't even mm. think of a new space name? Come on. Eh, dude. But yeah. Mandalorian exists. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's whatever. Did you want to talk about uh, that Netflix documentary... The movies that made us. We both yes, watched this. Yes, actually, I enjoyed. I watched um, da- Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing first, which, which was kind of boring. I've never seen that movie, so I didn't watch this one. It's a go goo. On. It's a goo one. Goo. And then uh, the Home Alone one. Yes, which was great and like filled with fun facts. This is like a, a series of documentaries on Netflix about Die Hard and Home Alone and a couple other movies. But yeah, Home Alone facts. Daniel Stern quit the movie, and then like they had to coerce him back with more money. So that was fun. It was almost uh, Pesci and Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, Daniel Roebuck isn't funny. No, that would not have The only worked. thing I can even think of him in is River's Edge. Yes, where he wears an inside-out Iron Maiden shirt, and it's cool. But uh, Don't you, John? 
Yeah, and then Pesci's talking about how difficult it was to not swear because he was like in Scorsese mode and then talks about the language that he creates with the Ressa Fressa, Fressa Fressa stuff, which I was like on the edge of my seat for. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Him talking about the Ressa Fressa. It was, uh, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the fact that John Candy was friends with Christopher Columbus yes. and uh, Hughes, John Hughes, and mm. he came to set and filmed for 23 hours to do his part. For and, 13 hours. <laughs> and they only they paid him 400 bucks, which was $100 less than a guy who played the pizza guy. Mm. They showed wow. the paychecks next to each other. Yeah. That was cool. So that's what's that show called? Uh, the, movies the Movies That, that made, made Us on Netflix, folks, yes. if you want to check it out. I watched it with my dad, and he was kind of bored. But Ooh. my dad said he doesn't think that Home Alone defined our generation. or his. He said the mo- Home Alone didn't make me, I believe were his exact words, <laughs> Not which me, made, me, made me laugh. That's great. So I think he's looking for more like the Bridge Over the River Kwai and other oh. other movies that you can't even sit through. But <laughs> yeah, um, there's nothing better to me than a documentary about making movies because you get clips from the movies, then you get like some fun behind the scenes insight. It's mm. great, you know, if you're into that. What stuff. about a mockumentary? Oh, um, er, I do like. Uh, yeah, I can get down with a mockumentary. Christopher Guest. I'm trying to think of a good one. Well, it's not we need hack. to fix that hoodie string while we're on the subject. You got a hoodie string issue. You got that going all the way on the other side. Get it even classic. more. Get it again. What do you think about that? Have a look. And then you got to get the hoodie <laughs> itself. It's all scrunched now. Okay. There we up. go. Perfect. This is perfect for a man. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Um, perfect. Yes. John Hughes. I didn't realize he was like. F- both John Hughes and. Um, John Candy were born in 1952 and died super young. Mm. They both died in their 50s, which is a fucking bummer. I think Candy maybe even in his 40s. Yeah, might have even been. They were born in the same year and they died like 10 years apart, I think mm. is what it was. But even Pretty. still, they were both way too young and both super talented. John Hughes wrote movies in like a weekend. Yeah, He wrote Ferris Bueller's Day Off in like four days. Yeah, That's another thing they, they taught me there. Yeah, that's the coolest thing to hear about because... You know, something he just breezed through writing-wise. He was just like, like, oh, oh yeah, let me finish most, this movie. And one now, of the most like referenced comedies ever made. Yeah, like lines that he thought about for seconds are right. things that people still say like forever. It's cool. He was good. Uh, do we want to get into reviews proper with that fun little theme song that we like so much? Oh, thank you for the reminder. You know, uh, I love forgetting it. Yes. Back. Yeah, I'm making Kill Bill 3, okay? It's gonna be great. Okay? Uh, do you mind if I start us off with a couple comedy specials? Sure. I watched this one. I have two things to cover. One that we Ooh. both watched, one that just I watched, so do whatever you want. Dope. I watched uh, the new Dan Soder special on HBO. I'm kind of... Did called he, Son of a Gary. Did he do the Macho Man impression? He didn't, actually. Oh, too bad. It was all new stuff. But uh, I'm a fan of him. He's uh, he's okay. He's like an up-and-coming kind of stand-up guy. He had a great bit about when he was 12, he used to he was still earnestly playing with dolls and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> he had this good bit about, like, <laughs> like yeah, I can't remember it. I'll just butcher it. That's funny. But, yeah. Stuff like that. He had uh, 
He talks about when people say stand-up is art, they sound like an idiot. And, yeah, it was just enjoyable all the way through on HBO. I also watched the Michelle Wolf special, Joke Show, I think is Oof. the title, which uh, was I'm enjoyable. Big, I'm not her biggest fan either. She's funny, despite her, her... Her spicy political commentary. Despite her very shrill voice. Oof. But, uh... No thanks. It, this special wasn't political. No political bits, which I appreciated. And uh, she actually had a good bit about male periods that was really inspired. And this bit about, do moms want to know how their son's penises turned out? <laughs> like a whole thing on that. That was funny. I feel like they must. Yeah, it was a good bit. I never know what to say about a stand-up comedy special, aside from like, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Watch well, it. Well, that's really all you need. Yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to talk about the cinematography or the set design. Yeah, exactly. Like, Unless it was something really stand-out, stand-out. Mm. Yeah. I don't see the need to discuss it. Yeah, like they told jokes. They're good jokes. Uh, I watched The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I've been meaning to watch that. A new film on Amazon Prime. I feel like I'm the first white man in Boston to watch this, <laughs> at the very least. We're very pro-black here at the Enough Podcast, just to clarify. Yes. And this was good. It was uh, funny, it. emotional. Had is a great Mike Epps look. in it? He is. I was That's gonna, what's going to bring me in. Yeah. I was going to mention that as the, the icing. I'm a big Mike Epps guy. I mean, who isn't? Probably the best Epps. And it was a very well shot movie. It kind of reminded me of Wes Anderson at times. Hmm. Uh, one of the friends is named Monty. Shout out, friend of the show. Is it funny? It is. But it's also, like, dramatic and, uh... What's, like, the... Give me, like, a little bit of the premise without revealing anything. It's like this guy's getting kicked out of his place, Mm. and he has to go on this, like, weird adventure to maybe save himself. It's one of those movies, like, it's obsessed with San Francisco, and, like, it looks good, but they, you know, have, like, a zillion shots of, like, the architecture and the characters going on and on about this and that. It's like, wow, this guy really is into San Francisco. Like, if I made a movie about Boston, it would be like, yeah, Boston's fine. It's Here it is. You can see it. It's, it's a city. This guy's, like, giving passionate speeches about how powerful and poignant San Francisco is. Most expensive place on Earth. Is it? Yeah. yeah I think in, yeah. The, in terms of the country, uh, like, cost of living-wise, yes. Hmm. But yeah, it was a good movie. It kind of yeah, lost me. Yeah, it's an A24 movie, so they, they got me there. Yeah. 30 minutes in, I was like, this is a classic. And by the end, it kind of like lost me a bit. But it slows it, down in the middle. Yeah. It's worth a watch, though. Hmm. It's got some good stuff. And uh, I'll sneak in real quick. I watched Long Shot. I liked that. Which is now on HBO. I watched that over the summer when it was on demand. Yeah, Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron vehicle. (laughs) Oh, hey, I had a crush on you, and now we're doing it. Oh, you're a a senator. I love how movies about Seth Rogen dating a girl too hot for him is still like a genre. This is like the third one. There's still some life left in it. But yeah, this it was funnier than I thought it was going to be. Interesting all the way. Yeah, I through. got a kick out of it. They have really great chemistry. Her when she's soundtrack. like on ecstasy and she has to take that like missile crisis phone call or whatever the fuck it is. That yeah. was funny. Fun with those shades and that big jacket. 
it. Yeah. I thought it's just, I really like Charlize Theron. I think that mm. we have a lot left to see from her too. Like if you think about the this she, she's done this movie, she's done Mad Max, she's done Monster, she's done Tully, she's done um very versatile. She's what's like the movie with, the, with um you know what I'm talking about, Young Adult. Mama. She's yep. just done so many cool movies. I, I she's probably she's probably my favorite actress, Charlize. I can dig that. And I dig that she has like a super sexy side, but doesn't need to have like some actresses. If they're not sexy, what they're nothing else. Yeah, and that's what I dig about her. And I hate that's to keep going call. back to the Margot Robbie well, but I think Margot Robbie does not sexy really well too. Mm. Yeah, and they don't. You know, neither of them. I hate when you just take Charlize and like put her in a Fast and the Furious movie because there's so much more to her than that. Yeah. Wow, I forgot she was in one of those. Sure was. Yeah, she does. Six. She can do everything. And she never seems like out of place. Right. She slides actually, into everything. Actually, maybe in the in Fast and the Furious, she could have. It could have been anybody. <laughs> but yeah. only because she has like dreadlocks and looks like stupid. Yeah, they made her like weird, like almost like they were trying to do like Angelina Jolie and Gone in sixty seconds or something. Yes, that's spot on. It's probably exactly what they were going. I'm for. thinking like Angelina and like ninety <laughs> eight Angelina. You know, Vin just like you got. Holy have, cannoli! You gotta have the look, baby. <laughs> Him putting his arm around her and doing a familia video and making her extremely uncomfortable. I'm here for that. He put one up today. That's my Did favorite really? thing. Yes, Ugh. an onset video where he like corrals one of his co-stars and, and makes them stand there while he gives a rambling speech. I feel to like the he camera. has bad breath. Ooh, and he's like a close talker. He's one of those what guys that like will say, "Hey, you got to pull up this video on your phone." What and then when you, you think that? and then when you pull the video up, they get really like. Or, like, they want to show you something, and mm. they get, like, real in tight to your face, and, like, he's just yeah. breathing on your chin. <laughs> Did you see Chronicles of Riddick? Two. We're making another one. <laughs> Two more. I was seeing uh, Xander Cage, Triple X movie, in the theater at, uh, like, yeah. 11 p.m., and my, my girlfriend at the time accusing me of cheating on her. <laughs> she are. was a little out there. Well, we've just, I don't know if I've ever brought that up on air. I'll, I, will, I won't say any names, but mm. people who know me know who I'm talking about. She was a little psychotic. <laughs> and I remember we went to go see Xander Cage at like 1130 at night on a Thursday uh. in Fenway. And then like I remember her texting me and being like, why are you out so late? Mm. I was like, I'm with Scott. At the Fenway Movie Theater, seeing Xander Cage, I'll send you a picture of my ticket stub. And yeah. Scott had already posted a photo of us on his Instagram of us together. Ooh. So this is a discussion that isn't even necessary to be happening. Yeah. Do you think me and Hoops are going to hit the club after this? Which we did, and it was dope. We did, yeah. We, Hoops, Hoops dropped 20K on bottle <laughs> service and did way too much cocaine. We both got really fired up from Triple X3. I mean, how could you it's not? It's true. It was you refused to walk out of that, too, I believe, if memory serves. Yeah, that sounds like me. You needed, as you like to say, that big finish. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you looking over at me like, I need that big finish. Like, eh. And I just want to choke you to death, and then we sit through the rest anyway. I mean, it was worth it. Um, Are you done with... Um, Last Black Man. Yep, I'm ready to. All I have left is uh, the new Six Michael Underground. Bay. Yeah. Let me talk real quick about Daniel isn't real. Please, because I thought it was kind of interesting, and mm. it was. It's a movie. I didn't print out a or write down a summary, but it's like an interesting. What the fuck? Like a little campy thriller, basically Where, about a kid. Where'd you watch this? Sorry. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Okay. It's not streaming, but it will be. Mm. It comes from the cinematographer who did Thoroughbreds and one of the producers from Mandy. 
Okay. And Elijah Woods is a producer on this. I'm like, so it's like an interesting, and it looks like that too. It was mm-hmm. sort of like the weird neon lights, Nicholas Winding Refn kind of look to it. I Not like that it. well done, but like I'm an amateur. You could tell that where they're drawing from. Yeah. Basically, a troubled college freshman suffers. I did write a summary. Suffers a violent family trauma and resurrects his childhood imaginary friend Daniel to help him cope. Mm-hmm. It sounds dumb, but there's some kid I'd never heard of, and Patrick Schwarzenegger, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, plays oh. the uh, imaginary friend. And it's kind of like a tensiony, tension-filled horror, quote-unquote, thriller. It was interesting, and it was you know good, not great. The ending left some stuff to be desired, but mm. I would recommend it in terms of don't buy it, don't rent it. We we rented it, but Lucy and I, but. Wait for it to be on Netflix. I'm, I'm imagining it'll be on Netflix within six months. And yeah. it's the movie's called Daniel Isn't Real. If you want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger's son act, it's worth it. Does he have a Schwarzenegger voice? Or does he sound normal? He has an American accent. See, Unfortunately, he does I think, not sound anything like his father. I think that's going to hold him back. Is that a letdown? Yeah, I don't want to see him in anything. I think he needs like a silly... Dylan! <laughs> <laughs> he needs... Yeah, he needs you the same deal. son of a bitch! But, uh, yeah. What was that called again? Sorry. Daniel isn't real. Daniel, Daniel being the imaginary real. friend. Okay. Fans, yeah. wait for uh, streaming on that one. And then like. the, the featured review is <laughs> Michael Mann's Six Underground. Yes. Starring Ryan Reynolds, Dave Franco, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Melanie Laurent. Yes. And Michael, some other sidecars that don't matter. Michael Bay is back. Folks, the return of the king, one might say. I dug it. He's made some action classics: The Rock, uh, Armageddon, The Island, I guess. Oh, and the then Island. The w- Rock is the best action movie ever made. Yeah, I love The Rock. I will put that out there and defend that till the end. And then Michael Bay has been wasting the last fifteen years of his life making movies about robots that everybody hates. <laughs> The Transformers series, yes. for fans who aren't aware. Imagine if he had not taken that franchise. Yeah. Or if he just ended it after the first one, which was the only decent one, and decided that that, that was yes. good enough to be standalone, and then gone into other projects. Like yeah. He would have made at least one like very cool movie. I think The Rock is a fucking perfect action movie, and it would have been it unbelievable if we had you know two or three more like it. Yeah. Not saying Rock sequels, because that doesn't work, but... Yeah. You know, up movies in that vein, it would have been awesome. But yeah, this is his first non-Transformers movie in a long time, and probably should have had a theatrical release. It was kind of weird watching like a, a big Super weird. It Michael felt Bay like I should have been in a movie theater. Yeah. Granted, I have the good TV and sound here. I just was like, why mm. is Hoops not next to me with a fucking you know, bag of candy while I crush down some corn and Ooh. we're in a dark theater watching this? It felt strange. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it had enough helicopters. I needed more <laughs> yeah. earlier on. It starts with such an Fuck. incredibly Michael Bay car chase. Like I, what was, I wrote down was it's as if um, it's like Baby Driver, but directed by someone who isn't a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that uh, it was like impressively violent and over yeah. the top. Like people are like getting demolished. I was like, look at Michael Bay. He's when tired they, of being a PG thirteen guy. He's back. That grenade when the guy 
shoots the grenade launcher yes. and the grenade before it explodes hits the guy in the face yeah. and then it explodes. I, I thought that, that was down. really cool. That was like one of the coolest action shots in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole sequence, like the song changes like 12 times oh, yeah. in one scene. I was like, so bad. Just that sequence, like, is very worth watching. The Ryan Reynolds voiceover was awful yes. and his like cheekiness never ever goes away. Why can't he just be a I'm guy? Deadpool. Yeah, like he's not quite you stupid fucking Bible mouth cut. He's not quite talking to the camera, but he is narrating it, so he's like in the dead cl- zone. As close to talking to the camera as you can get without talking to the camera is yes. how it felt. It's like he was it's like he requested that. The Melanie Laurent was She's good. really pretty. She is. She Michael, looks great. She's not I think she's is she forty yet? Maybe. That uh I always think of her as Shushana. Orva Shoshana. No, she's actually my age. She was born in '83, Ooh. so not that I'm. I'm not very young. She's a Fr- Melanie Laurent is a French actress. Laurent. I enjoyed her very much in Inglorious Bastards, yes. but I think most notably, she's also in Beginners. That, movie that was like, what I was going to reference. She, in, she's in Beginners. I think that's pretty cool. She yeah. does a lot of like movies that you don't really hear about. She actually, yeah, she still does like movies in France. Yeah, which is she cool. has a music career too. Yeah, she puts out albums. So she, I just think she seems interesting. I agree. She's on the list, folks. More <laughs> about the list later. The list. But yeah, Michael Bay has a, a great eye for babes. There's some like Emily Radikowski-looking babe who's part of the team in this movie. I don't know. I've yeah, never what, seen her anything before, actress? but I'm gonna look she that was, up. She was safe. But yeah, the movie is so that unmistakably Michael Ad- Bay. Adria Arjona. Oh, spicy. She is Puerto Rico, born in Puerto Rico, raised in Mexico City. How you doing, papi? But yeah, Michael Bay was like all the stuff is here: cars, oh, yeah. sunsets, babes, helicopters, explosions, people putting clips of bullets and guns. How'd you like Ron Funches? Wide sweeping, silly voice. Three hundred sixty degree shots of like a location. It's yeah, Ron Funches. I did not care for. I'm not a fan of his. Him like I don't know how I get work with my silly voice. No no no. I'm a live action friend of the show. Dave Franco, strong performance. Oof. Thought they could have given him a little more room. He's actually someone. Every time I see him in a movie, I just he looks like he's acting. He he's this face where he's just like I'm acting. <laughs> This is Ugh, why'd you say that to me? That's one of those things that now I'm gonna notice it. Wow. But yeah, he's just like a less talented version of his brother, who's also annoying. Franco was. Take a stand together. And you had mentioned you think it's annoying when movies are like globe trotting adventures, like this one is. Like, oh, we're in Russia now. We're in uh, right when in reality they're on a sound stage yeah. somewhere. It's they like, might have filmed one international exterior shot, but that was it. Yeah, they sent one person there to get like a shot. They roar around a lot in this movie. Yes, I got a little bored in the middle, but they pulled me back in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, they spend too much of the movie explaining the plot. Like more than halfway through it, they're still explaining how Ryan Reynolds is a billionaire character and like how he got this team together. Him all bent out of shape about people saying what their real names are. That's just they bit that from Reservoir Dogs. True. The whole movie felt like it was sampling pieces of other movies. And that was the funniest part. At one point, someone on the team dies and they're like, afterwards they're asking like, did she have any family? And they're like, you're looking at it. 
And it's like, oh, you guys were supposed to be a family just because you were like a team. They're just like ripping off Guardians of the Galaxy and, you know, every Familia thing. Like, I didn't even get the idea that these people liked each other or knew each other. And they're like, we're family. It was ridiculous. But action-wise, I did enjoy watching it. And yeah, good action. Would have been a better movie to see in the theater. It has a bit with a magnet on a boat that was like one of the coolest scenes I've seen in an action movie. Them establishing that like Ryan Reynolds is a magnet guy. Yeah. I thought that was kind of dumb. It was a little shoehorned. Yeah. But yeah, like they're on Sorry a- to steal your thunder there. No, it's fine. And like they're on a boat and you know, everyone has guns and there's all these knives around, so he activates this magnet and everyone like goes flying towards it and then they go flying in the other direction. It was just a very cool, silly scene. And, uh, yeah, I was bummed it didn't have that Michael Bay shot that he puts in every movie where he's going 360 through a room, through bullet holes, like showing the different sides of a room shooting each other. Mm. Someone someone out there gets this. He puts it in all his movies, and it wasn't in this one. Like the, the rock scene where they're all yelling at each other, and yeah. Exactly. So six underground, I'm going to say 6.5. Out of ten underground, the ratings are all so high. If, like, The Departed is a ten out of ten. <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'll never watch it again. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite call it a return to form, but very watchable uh, action movie. It's now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Six Underground, folks. You got anything else? Mm. You want to watch a little yeah. bit of The Departed with me? Oh my goodness! I thought you'd never ask. I'm back in. He's back. He loves The Departed again. Oh my god! Oh, it's French. Look, he was reaching for his function. You gonna give me shit, huh? It wasn't for no reason, right, Frank? The man reached into his coat. I don't know if he's a bookie or what the fuck he's doing. You know? Well, you do know what a bookie does, don't you? Yeah. Pays you. Pays you. We need to stop analyzing everything in SIU, which is the do right not thing to do. fucking Personally, make fun of my accent. It's not that fucking bad. Bottom line, we think we might have a problem. James Badge Dale getting that work. One of the great sides. Oh, Anthony really? Anderson. Yeah, really. Could have been anybody. <laughs> Should have been anybody else. No, no, not presently. Then, like, we need uh, a black guy. I'm working on that. Here, Bill. This is for you. There you go. Here's a flip phone, kiddo. Because there is no Mikey. Mikey. (laughs) Wait. We'll call you. You got that? Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, I didn't hear you. I got that. Good. He's a made guy now. That's how you get made in the bean. I got promoted. Are we made guys? Mm, I think it's looming. I think I'm made. You're not. Wow. I'm unmade. I'm a captain. You're a fucking captain now? What the fuck? I need to know what restaurant this is. Yeah. Like, they're yeah, in, like, it's like a seafood place, clearly in the suburbs. No, and this, like what we were talking about, I feel like a lot of this wasn't shot in Boston. Well, look at the truck. If you're there are moments where it clearly was, but other so scenes where it's like, this isn't. Nope. Unfortunately, that's the end. Wow. That was 90. Easy to get sucked in, huh? Um, you got any plugs? 
Uh, follow us, rate and review all the stuff that I always say and email. Just do all of it. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, you know what? Thanks, guys, for listening, and um, I really appreciate it. I'd like to throw in Listen to Uncle to Uncle and The Bobby Horror Picture Show, two other fun movie podcasts, even though we're the only movie podcast. They're the only one. Yeah. And uh, next week on the show, we'll probably be discussing uh, The Rise of Skywalker. The final Star Wars. Are you going to see it? Yeah, I have not. I have not bought a ticket yet, but I guess I have to. We'll sneak it in. If you Eek know, if in. we don't see it, we'll save it for the show after. We'll figure something out, folks. Yeah. Holiday season is upon us. Ooh. What better gift to get for the ones that you love than a free personal training session from me? Mm. Um, I'm doing packages. I guess you could do. A <laughs> I didn't plan this at all. A <laughs> Fuck. A stocking stuffer. <laughs> All right, get out of here. I'm out of here. Enough. Folks, have a... Make it a blockbuster night, and have a good one. Have a good one, man.